Paris Balak Shishi. Balak for the third and final time tries to have Bilam curse the Yidin. Bilam actually transgresses the Abish's Ratzin and intends to curse the Yidin, and therefore he doesn't even try to seek the Abish's counsel on what he should say. He just starts mentioning the Averis. The Abish ties his tongue and he starts benching the Yidin. Balak actually sends him away. Pasuk of Zayin. Please let me take you to a different place. It's going to be favorable in the eyes of the Abish. You'll be able to curse me from there. Rashi notes, Pasuk of Zayin. Earlier in Pasuk Yud Gimel, he said, which is a directive. He demanded you curse. Uh, you curse B'nai Yisrael. Over here, it's a, a suggestion. Here, maybe you'll be able to, in, in the future, curse them. You'll be able to. Um, Pasuk Chav Ches. Ve'ikar Balakas Bilam Balak took Bilam and Reisha Pa'ur to the head, the head of Pa'ur. Hanishka Ba'pnei Yishima, which oversees the desolate area. Dr. Rashi, Roisha Pa'ur. So the truth is, Rashi points out for the second time that Balak was a Kaisim Gadol Haya Balak. He was a big person of witchcraft himself. Ve'rashi Nasidin Lukas Haydei Pa'ur. He saw that in the future, Yidin are going to be hit. And by a by a maka through Pa'ur. But he didn't know from what. So he assumed maybe if Bilam cursed him from here, that's the maka we're seeing in the future. says this is the truth about every stargazer. They see they see something, but it's a blurred vision. They don't know exactly what they're seeing. And therefore he brought him to there to curse Please build seven altars. And prepare for me Shiva Parim Shiva Elim seven cows and seven uh, seven rams. Pasuk Lamed Vayas Bol Kasher Amar Bilam Bol Did as Bilam said Vayal Parva Ayba Mizbech and he offered an uh, ox and a ram on every one of the seven altars. Pasuk Alpha Perikol Delt Vayar Bilam Kitoyv Beini Hashem Levarach Has Yisrael. He saw that it's, it's favorable in the eyes of the Abishar again to bench the Yidden. And therefore Veloy Halak Kibam Bam He didn't cause the previous two times the Kras Nachashim toward sorcery and trying to get the Abishar to to say something else. So Yashal Midbar Panav. Therefore he just faced the Midbar and started thinking about the Yidin's Averis, primarily Egel Azov, which was done in the Midbar, and once I'll mention their Averis, the Abishar will automatically see them in a negative light. Pasuk Chavdal Rashi, Pasuk Aleph, Fer Chavdal Rashi, Ve'yar Bilum Kitoiv Amar, he said to himself, I don't need a test again, if the Abishar wants to kill Yachbaz Zakalim, I know already, definitely, he's not going to want to curse him. And therefore, Vloi Halach, Kipam Epam Zak Rashi, Kasher Osar Shteya Pamim, that each one he said by Yelach Shef, he went alone and tried to Ikara Koi, maybe the Abishar's going to curse him, he didn't even try to reach the Abishar. The Kras Nechashim Zak Rashi, Lenachish, to try to guess and use sorceries. Maybe the Abishar is going to, so to speak, come to meet him, and, and, and according to his will and curse them. The Abishar really wants and doesn't want to curse them. Why does he want? Ask Rabbi I'm going to mention their Avedis, and then he's going to want that. And the Klaal is going to rest on mentioning their Avedis. And therefore, he turned towards the midbar. So, actually, the chat is kitargumoy, as the targum the uncle says. And if you look in uncle, it says the midbar. He faced the midbar, facing the egla, which is the egla zav that the yid made in the midbar, mentioning that avera. And then the Abishar is mainly going to curse. Now, being that he had the intention that, uh, of, of have, bringing Klolo from Nesol, which is against what he promised the Malach, and, and the Malach told him, so later on we'll see that he says the Abishar is not going to be with me anymore. Pasuk Beis. Vayisa Bilam is Einav. Bilam raised his eyes. Vayaris Yisrael Shechem Lishrat. We saw how the Yidin are dwelling modestly, each one to their the tribe. Vatil of Roch Lekim. So again, rested on him or a different spirit to bench them as the Abishar wanted. Zot Rashi. Vayisa Bilam is Einav. Because Lachnas Bam Einar. He wanted to give them an evil eye. Einar. Vayesh Lachashol Shmidoisel. There's three of the Midas of 
Bilam have now been completed. Ayn Ra, which means he tried to give them an uh, evil eye in a negative look in, in a negative way at Bnei Yisrael. Viruach Kvoye was a big Balgaiva, as we saw at the beginning. He said, "Send me Sarim and Chabadimela and Nefesh Rochava." That he was Chaimid. He was very lustful. He wanted uh, a lot of money, like he said. Mloy basic has of Hamorim Now Shoichim Lashvatav. What did he see? He saw every tribe stick to their own in their own Masodik way without mixing with each other. Rasha Impis Chaim Chabadim Zekanegidza, and he saw their entrances of their tents were not facing each other. So they don't by mistake look into what's going on. Our friend's tent. Batil of Ruach Alakim points out Rashi. It wasn't Ruach of the Abish there because over here he didn't meet the Abish there. He didn't go to try to find the Abish there. Rather, Allah believes He changed his spirit, his Ruach. It came to his heart that he's not going to curse them. And rather, he's going to go with the Abish way of benching. Apostle Gimel. He started his parable and he said, The word of Bilam, the son of Ba'ur. The, uh, the word of the man with the open eye. He's the son of Ba'ur. Midrash Agada is actually for Kert. Midrash Agada tells us that no, it actually means that Ba'ur, his father, was in a certain aspect his son. And this is also going to, Rashi is now going to go back and explain what we said based on this also earlier. Both of them were in a certain in a certain vein greater than their parents, and therefore their parents were as if considered their children. Why did we say earlier that Balak, Tzipar, is the son of Balak? His father was really like his son in terms of a kingdom because he ruled much greater than his father. Balak had a greater kingdom. Even though his father was also a Navi, as we know, like we said, and we said that that was referring to Ba'ar also. They both said that Nevoah, but he was like his father, Bilam, his son was really like his father, and Nevoah was much greater Navi. As we'll see, he was the one that prophesied Mashiach's coming. And Rashi brings an example, says what the slang people say, Mona ben Pras, that, that the Pras is really a half a Mona. But, uh, but you say the mana, the son of Prasa, so, uh, mana, which is double as if he was born from half. That means the son is greater than the father. Shisuma Ayin, so Rashi, two explanations of what it means he has an open eye. One is, his eye was uprooted and taken out, so he's missing his whole eyeball. The Kershala, and therefore the whole of the eye was open. There's a lesson that's brought in the Mishnah in Avayi referring to how much time uh, a barrel could be by a guy, and then Yerchoshet that he opened it up and he was Minasech Yain. So this Kedesh Yistam, that means he opens the barrel, Yistam, and, and, and closed it again, V'yigav and wipe it. Um, so, so you see that Shisum is Lashon open. So that's the first chapter that literally his eyeball was out. Being that he said earlier that the Abish accounts the, the, the seed, the seed of Nei Yisrael, Shachaj Baruch Hu, Yeshim Mainerbi, essentially, so the Abish accounts, so to speak, the Revias of Nei Yisrael, Masai Tavar Tibish, now the Tzadik Man of the Abish waits that maybe there's going to be a Tibish of a Tzadik coming. Amar Beliba, he said to himself, he thought to himself, Miwa, Shukadish Mishar Subdition, the one that's holy and sanctified. And his, even his servants, the angels are, are holy. Oh, he's going to look at these things. Well, as a, as a punishment for saying such a thing and thinking that in his heart, the punishment was bigger than what he thought in his heart because those were the words of the Abishter. Um, his eye became blind. Yes, from Farshim, Shusuma Ayn, a different explanation. Shusuma Ayn means Taka, Psuacha Ayn, Taka on open eye, Kumash Tirgum Unculus. And why was it called open eye? As Shusuma Ayn, Vulay Amar, as Shusuma Ayn, Lamana Shusuma Bachas, Main of Hayas. Saying that he said that even with my one eye, I see clearly the vision of the Abish there. So from both Shatam comes out that open eye means that he that he was only he only had one eye, therefore he didn't say open eyes, Lash and Rabbim, even according to the second shot. But the shot is what it was referring to. It doesn't mean literally it's going on the empty eye, and that's why it was open. Or the open eye is the, the one eye that he was seeing with that he was able to see everything revealed. Pasuk Dalit. Uh, the word of the man that hears the words of the Abishar, the one that sees the vision of the Abishar, while he's lying down, however, he sees it revealed to his eyes. 
So Rashi, what's that noifel gulenaim? Pshutei kitargumai. The pshat is like the targum. She ain't nira all of ela balayluk shushaychiv. It's generally seen. He only knows the vision of the abishter when he's noifel. Then he's gulenaim. When he's noifel, when he's lying down by night, that's when the abishter's vision comes to him. When he's gulenaim, he sees a vision. Umidrash, however, abazoyit should have said not noifel gulenaim. Shaychiv gulenaim. So therefore, the matter says nigloy lo loyo by koch lamed. When the abishter was revealed to him, wasn't just that it was the time of a uh, 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 night. Rather, he would always fall lamed the rag of noifel upon him. He would fall down lefisho ya arul maros. He most he wasn't circumcised. He was disgusted. Before the Eibush released, Nigla becomes Kuvah. All the fathers of the Eibush can't get revealed to him, can't reveal himself to him, and he's he was standing upright. And therefore, it was not only was done only by night, but also he would always fall. He couldn't stand upright. And Pasuk Hey. How beautiful, are, how good are the tents of Yaakov, Mishkan Esachir, your dwelling places, Yisrael, Israel. Your, phys- your, your physical tents, that they're, they're, plant, they're, they're pitched, not one across the other. Mishkan Esachir, which literally means, your encampments, Ketakom has explained, a different period. No, this is Bichlal referring to the Abishter's tent. How great are the two tents, which is the oil Shiloi, where they should dwell temporarily and based on where they should came to rest. That will atone for for you, Yisrael. So the Allah refers to the Abishter, and it's on behalf of Yaakov. Mishkan Esacha, Af Kshen even when the base of Midrash gets destroyed because of the violence of the Yidin, the Abishter takes them away like a collateral, like a mashkin. That's what Mishkan Esacha, Af Kshen Kharevin, Lefishem Mashkin Aleichem. They're just collateral for you. They're taken, so to speak, instead of you. Shanamar Kilo Hashem's Hamasai, the Abishter let out his wrath, his anger. Ubamak Kilo, what did he let out his anger on? He built, burnt a fire in Tzian. So basically, Mishkan Esacha, you saw that the Abishter is ready to take these Oyalim as a mashkin instead of letting out his anger on you. Pasuk Bav, Kinchalon Nutoyu, as streams are spread out, Kiganestal. As as um, gardens uh, over over a um, over a stream, kahalim like the, the scent of of some of perfume, not the Hashem that the Eibush planted in Ganeden. Kaharazim like you're like cedar trees, alimayim that are planted over water that you have plentiful uh, water to water. Kinchalim nutayus like Rashi Shnerchu v'Nimshachu Lintzes Lamarachik. You're you're spread out and and drawn out to very far. Uh, that's how, and for the way he benched, we understand what he intended to curse them initially. When he wanted to face the midbar, so through the Abishar tied his tongue and he benched them, but it was the clothes that he wanted to say. In the Gemara in Mesaf Sanhedrin and Perkhelik discusses exactly what he meant to. And how it fits with the brach. Call him the toy. Use a trashy. Kitagum lotion more by holos. It's a lotion of perfume, like it's born in Shirshim. Not Hashem. This is referring to the Abishar planted in Ganadin. This beautiful smell, um, like it says, Reiriach Bnikiriach Ganadish Berchay Hashem. Referring to Ganadin. Lotion Acher. Different explanation in what's a call him not Hashem. Karazim. Zakter. Lotion Acher. This is referring to like the, the you're, you're so powerful like the Abish just spread out the skies as a as a tent. is pitching of a tent. So it's referring to the your the has you in control and, and has your back like he spread out the Shemaim. Okay. You should um, pour out water from your well. The and your 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 roots, so to speak, your seed will have plentiful water. And your king will overpower Agag of Amalek. This is your first king, which is Sholomel, and his sovereignty will be raised above all of them. The Pirush is, the understanding is, um, like, like he explains in the Targum, 
And as we'll see, it's going to refer to Shalom El. The seed has a lot of water. It's of success. Like 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 when you plant something above the water, there's plentiful water. The first king, which is Shal, is going to conquer Agag the king of Amalek. of the Yidin, Yosef Yosef, more and more. It's going to get just greater and greater from Shal to David to, to Shlomo. Um, is going to raise the sovereignty. Pasuk Ches, Kel Mitzrayim Mitzrayim. It's the Abishter that who who gives them this power. The one that took them out of Mitzrayim, Ketoya Faisur Eim Loi, that has the towering strength. Miyoychal Goyim Tzarov. He's going to eat, uh, so to speak, consume the the. Uh, those that oppress them around them, about the same, you got them in the break their bones with chitzov, yimchat, and his, his, uh, his arrows he's gonna crush in the blood of the enemies. Dr. Rashi, who causes this greatness for, um, for Yidin, Kelam, my team of time, Tabish, that took him out of time, but take it eventually with his might and his, um, his rising greatness. Yochel is a goyim, Shane Tarif is gonna consume the goyim, the nations around that are oppressing them. That's my same, you shall tsarin, the bones of his, of those that oppress him, you got him. Now, what's Pshat Yigarim? So we said broken. So Dr. Rashi, Menachem, Pasal, it's also lotion of a bone, but it means it's going to uncover the bone. It's like when a person eats a eats flesh, he eats chicken, or he eats all the meat around, and they only left the bone itself. Once you eat all the meat that's around, and the inside, the marrow of the bones, you only have the bone on itself. So that's what the Pasuk saying, according to Rashi, his bone, he's going to leave empty and only a bone. That means they're just going to take care of them completely. So Zakrashi, Uncle's Tirgam, the Targum explained, he's going to break the 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 arrows of the of those one second the chitz of yim chatzari the balam achleikis the abishai is going to crush him chitz of refers to balam achleikis chitz of shaltarim is chaluka shalem he's going to split it between the yidden so to speak k'moi balei chitzim mari plukta those that disagree l'shain chaluka bechatzia bechain yim chatz l'shain amachzal chal for chal for rachatzasa sheyachtzos artem he's going to he's going to he's going to crush the bones of those balam achleikis and those that want to separate and take part of the land yeshlif the rashi says uh, a different shot yeshlif the l'shain chitzim amish it actually means arrows chitzim shal kach baruchu the chitzim the arrows of the abishai who yim chatz b'dam shaltarim he's going to crush it. Into the blood of those that are pressed the yitpol b'itzdaba b'damam. The arrows they they dip into the blood and crush in the blood. Definitely means loshen machatz loshen of a makah. Just Rashi says the chitzim are the ones that get the makah. When when the something that's colored in blood it looks like it got uh, broken and crushed, but really it's, it, the chitzim are the ones that crush the others. Pasuk um, test. Kaari, he crouched and lied down like a lion, like a mighty lion. Me commander, who dares to raise it up? Those that bless you will be benched. Those that curse you will be cursed. So that Targum explains is referring to when they conquer Israel. They're going to dwell and, and conquer their land with tremendous might. Balak heard this. He got extremely angry at Bilam. He clasped his hands together. I called you to curse my enemies. You blessed them three times. He hit both hands on each other. Now escape to your place. I said, I intended to give you honor. Withheld you from getting this honor. So Bilam said, even to the messengers you initially sent to me, I said the following, even if he gives me his house full of gold and silver, 
I won't be able to transgress the word of the Ebesher, to do good or bad for my own, based on what I want. What the Ebesher says, that's what I'm going to be able to uh, repeat and say. All of a sudden over here, he didn't mention my God. He mentioned the Ebesher, not like it said at the beginning. At this point, he got smelly. That means he was disgusted by the Ebesher, because over here he transgressed, and he tried to curse the Yidim without asking, the, without the consult, counseling the Ebesher, what the Ebesher's opinion is and Benitra the neighbor is not going to come back to him, not be his anymore. And therefore, he said, and he didn't say his God.